for your worldwide headquarters in Houston, Texas. Yep. It's Moy. It's good, man. Yeah, Where we been? Yeah, we've been yeah, in the, the country, in the world. Yeah. Always live. Today. I've uh, yeah. Yeah. Good oh, to be in the space. Yeah. Come on, yeah. man. Finally get the cat in a special room that everybody's been in the seat. <laughs> bro, you took off your shoes and everything. Dude, I had my dad shoe today, man. Like, you go in <laughs> yeah. all day, like, and hauling stuff around and doing random CR, bro. Yeah. I feel dusty. Hey, man. You know, you know, people. Yeah. What, cool. Um. So I essentially started, I guess, DJing first was kind of my introduction into hip hop. Enough, I grew up basically back in like the early 90s. So my first real introduction, user production, uh, was Miami Bay scene. And so one of the oh, first crazy. things that I actually interacted with was the Miami Bay scene and the New Orleans scene. So there nice. were kind of like four raised and everything. So yeah. we were from the South. And a lot of the hip hop I was listening to was, you know, very more dance or very much more dance oriented mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, mint bass, you know, but then the heavy bass in the trunk was like kind of almost you know a you know uh, a thing that kind of stayed in my own production technique also you know within my origin from kind of just the sound that i gravitated yeah, to early on and so it made sense when i started getting into houston pop it's like all right you know already bass sentiments and everything else like that <laughs> but then i noticed too when i became a d the diversity in sound that actually existed just in southern hip hop. yeah people you know so it, new orleans bounce to you know miami beats all the way up to like Timbaland, Neptunes, uh, Teddy Riley, so Rump Shaker, all those albums, you know, all that music was all stuff that influenced me. Yeah. My foundation That's early crazy. on. So, so where are you originally from, though? Uh, Northwest Houston. Okay. So, you know, I started in St. Louis. I better watch out what you say, bro. I got people chilling on the couch right there. You don't even know. Crazy little Asian. What happened? Crazy enough, West Houston, back area, it was the majority Latino and Asian, you know, especially back in the 90s. So, Hip -hop, and especially breaking with it, yeah. especially when I was in elementary, middle school. So we already hosted our clubs, and around the same time I started getting in DJ, and I was, you know, I started getting into break dancing as well. Um, so everything oh, kind of flowed together. Yeah, so yo, yo, dancing first. Some little b-boy skills up here, man, dude. A bit, a little, half of a UFO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all the stuff, you know, kind of, you know, came together, and then you had, especially, kind of going. From all the influences on the north side and all the uh, different cultures coming together you had people coming from you know different parts of like say for instance um you know uh around like the mid also because i had five come through so my introduction to soup was via a little mixtape back in like 94 95 but nice. it was super unreleased and these songs up getting released until i passed and set tape and i said i could set tape before I the um, you believe in was the actual track that I remember off of that mixtape, and I think that came out on um, Till the End of Time, that same kind of collation uh, uh, they had, yeah, put it out. Um, but it was wild because I was getting all these inductions to hip hop so early on, yeah. I was living on that side of town. Absorbed. So then when I moved to um, the Southwest side, well, now the West side, mm -hmm. so Ailey, yeah. when I was 13, mm -hmm. was during that era, was, it was straight to music. So yeah. was everybody from the South side was bringing For everything sure. over there, yo. <laughs> yeah. Zygmo, SUC, that's the whole thing. So funny enough, when I think about my progression to boom early on, that didn't actually happen for me, honestly, until I got introduced to it around this time, like 106 and Park and those shows started to blow up, you know, oh, wow. yeah, yeah, early so, yeah. familiar with it, you know what I'm saying? Especially like Midnight Marauders and Tribe was my favorite group, mm -hmm. like when I was like maybe 
nine, ten years old. You know, so I tried all the way from Beats and Rhymes all the way up to Love Me. Dope. And me and my brother followed that. You know, that was where I formed my ear. I didn't even know who Dilla was back then. Like, <laughs> I was listening to Beats, so I had Miami bass stuff and, you know, all the uh, other influences from the South. There was this Midwest sound that didn't identify, but like, oh, they're from New York. So I'm not thinking anybody from the Midwest producing yeah. Yeah. Hey, I'm New York in my mind. I find out about this guy named, I'm like, yo, what the heck? Find out he's been making Anarch and the Slum Village stuff and all the stuff yeah. I started to get into. I think to this day, there's a lot of people that Dilla. don't know about Dilla Yo. and what he produced. Exactly, yeah. because it was so vast, but then also he had time periods where his style for was, yeah, the only, a long time yeah. was with Tribe and yeah. JD and then Dilla later on. So it was almost for the sound crazy. for him too. But I, oh, crazy. And that's amongst like <laughs> many fresh Timbaland, Pharrell, Dr. Dre, the earlier influences, yeah. even like Luke and Tulum, the producer was for all the Miami based stuff. Mm. was, you know, head to that sound then, but it was just about that soulfulness, you know so, what I'm saying? So how long have you been like producing music? Dude, I've got my first program, the first version of Fruity Loops, like number one back in 1999. Oh, okay. So, okay. And I was DJing. 20 years, man. That. It was 20 years. 20 years. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> 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 man, my first hit I did get until 2000, and I want to say 2006. I was, and like, you know, many people. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so it was around the time um, that I got my first hit because, to be honest with you, like, I was intimate first because it was like, you know, coming in from my ass era where it was front upon the use for production. Yes. You talk to the cats, you know, during like late 90s, early 2000s, it was ha had like all women in studios. Of course, you come with a computer or a lot of respect. Yeah. Went, like 10 years later, <laughs> your $100,000 studio is now in somebody's bedroom and it only costs them like 500 bucks up and get started. Do you feel like even they like, uh, in the equipment that's needed, or the technology that's needed to produce music, has it gotten cheaper? It has, well, cheaper in terms of I, I know, more affordable. Yeah, okay, that's cheaper. what I was about to say. I know much more economically oh, yeah. uh, efficient for... Most definitely. Yeah. Beginning of the day, you know, stop having this. People stopping. Number one, you have to pay for everything. Yeah. As far as equipment. Number two, you need the insurance. And equipment was a lot bigger. It was a lot and now bigger. It's Number like, three, it needed a place to house the equipment. Yeah. So by the end of the day, you know, the insurance, paying for equipment, playing for the place to house the equipment, you already have an overhead that you have to worry about right. in this big old studio. And oh, for the studio. Right. So all that stuff, you know, especially when we went into the whole economic downs, uh, you know, in the mid you know, mid two thousands, yeah. Dude, none of that became economically feasible for a person. That make you feel like, uh, like you're more connected to this community by having peace, the the environment or the setting of, of a studio. You know what I mean? Because I I feel like I'll speak like from a from a B perspective and where I'm coming from because it may not make sense. But early on when B boys find b-boying and they're breaking they want to dress the parts so they go out to thrift stores and they look for the tracks and it, it makes <laughs> yeah, them yeah, yeah it makes them feel like they're this community now so does it make good that you own an mpc or or a mix soundboard and the computer and all that stuff i think you know? it used to be that way because honestly when i got my mp like i left all of the digital stuff for like 10 years so yeah. so yeah i honed in but it's because i wanted to learn to be a better musician you, you go. know and drive and and that's one thing I feel like is really lacking sometimes from some of the production now, even with some of these youngsters. It's great that you want to just get to it, 
but you need to study some music. Yeah, know, for sure. To actually have an investment in making things sound good. Yeah, you know? we, 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 to produce yeah, music, exactly. Which is exactly. That's all you, yeah. But see, we had him conversation in the '80s when hip hop first started, and the drum machine started to get yeah. by everybody. You yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? It was like, oh, y'all playing on instruments? What you got these weird kids? Da, 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 <laughs> and it blew up. We're only going through another cycle, which is harp down too much on what's coming out. Yeah, but yeah, maybe the content, but they're still speaking whatever truth. I was like, everything is still available for everybody. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's we're in a point now where, you know, we owe it to the generation that's coming up underneath us, the ones that want to listen and honestly teach them, you know, because I have, you know, the, the gift also has been given to me to be kind of in the middle of all these shifts and all these changes yeah. within hip hop. So I got to see, I got to live through that entire era when it shifted to being jiggy with the chain style <laughs> suits. You know, when it went back to the backpackers and it came out of the backpackers to the trap rappers, you know? All of it, most of said, wherever hip hop is, is where the people are, mm -hmm. yeah. you know? So at the end of the day, we're only reflecting the times. Mm -hmm. We're only changing and and manifesting this music with what's hanging around us, you I know? Never... Dude, I got <laughs> this crazy shit. Man, you can somewhere. <laughs> it's crazy stuff I got coming out soon, man. Like the, yeah, I, I respect, like, most, most <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I was about to say, like, Tessa has talked to the music. He's like, Ivy, nobody knows about Ivy. Nobody knows about Ivy. So, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> that was like crazy. so i that was the beat i actually expected him to get on just because it's a crazy beat yeah, exactly hey man you know yeah most yeah, yeah. shout out to Doe, man donna the whole like c style everybody yeah. um so when we started we actually have been when especially donna and kill him since january 1st we started yeah. that record january 1st we know record two weeks and crazy. basically just started playing the entire rollout after that but the music done for a minute but um it was this energy and I'll never forget, he hit me up, must have been December 1st, like New Year's Eve. Yeah. Crazy enough, it was like, yo, we got it in. And it's just strange getting a text on New Year's <laughs> Eve says, hey, let's get straight to it. Yeah. But I'm like, let me see if he's serious. Pa passion, like, bro. What's up with tomorrow? I'm saying this up. It's New Year's Day, it don't matter. We're gonna be celebrating, everybody gonna be asleep. Yep. We should be working. New Year's Day, we stopped, you know what I'm saying? And went from there, but it was the energy that was different this time. You know, we worked before, I DJed from very early on, and I was just tour DJ, DJ like two years. Yeah. Um, but both of us had grown to a particular in our artistry, made everything much easier, exactly. Yeah. You know, also shout out to Alex Faith, who uh, mixed and engineered and recorded the project too. Um, who also did a project with last year called Simple Minds. Yo, check it out. Hip hop, like for real, for real. And Apple, it's all over. Yeah, the sound out as well. Sound out, yeah. yeah. 4015 Lamar. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even a greenhouse anymore. Expl ex explain that. I know what that is. So, so 4015 Lamar is actually where Killam and Dinah kind of originated and birthed. You guys were housed together. Yeah, we were. It was basically an artist collective, all artists in one house. And it would be flowing through there, you know what I'm saying, throughout the day. Um, and a lot of it was more or less. Uh, what you call it? Um, fired by just I almost having the same goal name mm. to just get that out there. Yeah. You know, but I mean, Mario Robot Agency was based uh, out of the Killam House. Sergio. We had Sergio <laughs> Sierra. Um, Joel. Dude, everybody yeah. you can imagine came to that mm -hmm. house. I'm yeah. talking from hip legends, like Trills and Dice Soho were from that house. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and then they've gone on to do their thing. Orange Calderon, like mm -hmm. a bunch of people from that house. We had Tony Touch from my birthday party that one Yeah, day. he came through Break Free as well. Crazy, yeah. yo. And we all collaborated yeah. on that. And honestly, that was our family, like, really getting together, especially as two entities. For because sure. the Greenhouse was a hub for, you know, a lot of artistry and, a lot of, you know, uh, careers kind of flow through, inspired by, or kind of intersected there. That crap. It was just a special It was a good station for everybody. And it white. The whole joint <laughs> is white now. Shout out to and I appreciate it. Shout
out to Mr. Trevino for letting us keep it so green. So you trying to say everything is white? <laughs> I don't know if I can get it. I it, bro. It's all right. Hey, no, it is. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's all right. Tween. We still love you, bro. <laughs> Yeah, man. So it was a it was a special place, but it, it bred so much. And honestly, that's where we cut our teeth at. You know, everybody affect their craft there, and that's what made it. You know, uh, such an integral part of everybody's history. At this but how many fights did you have? <laughs> Who was on time with Rand? <laughs> it got easy. I'm just, I'll say that. Honestly, I'll take it. You know, in my shoot, I apologize to people because like oh, I, I was a I was like I was a I was old for a long time. Not even a long time, just because I was such a stickler. But I didn't there and sacrificed everything I had for two years to that house and sure what's going to happen last yeah, sure. So yeah, it got tinted times. We got in each other's faces. Just, you know, but it's- It had to be though. It had to it be. It had to be. That's part of the process. If Word. that didn't happen, then it wasn't real. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So- I Definitely agree with that. Yeah, man. I'm with this guy, I don't know how many times. Dude. We don't even live together. <laughs> <laughs> Something. Oh. Yeah, you uh, fight for it. But yeah, Jawad, yeah. Taylor. Uh, so Groyd is basically in, uh, it's an, it's almost electronic hip hop project, yeah. oh, um, but it's fusion <laughs> um, because you know Jawad is a very accomplished trumpet player. Um, he has his own group, Mothers, so he's playing internationally mm -hmm. as well. And I realize there's a certain connection people have when traveling overseas and have come back inspired by the places they've traveled. Oh, man. You know, and you with those people a little bit different sure. than others, mm -hmm. just because your energy is like, you know, almost a level. To the point where you know your eyes open and you have a bit of a broader perspective of human beings yeah. you know what i'm saying and the way that they interact in places being you know in in certain situations normal people don't get to see and yeah. don't get to experience um so we actually connected after i think back from malta if i'm mm. not mistaken a couple of years back and um we had been saying we needed to work on some stuff he's like all right cool 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 but it was just fake bringing us together one night yeah. i think <laughs> i had like yo I had like one of the worst shows ever. It was just bad. And I was like, crud. I <laughs> just so happened to be like on that, that show with me. And didn't see me bomb or didn't see the show bomb. But, um, you know, we ended up basically connecting and we shot back to the studio straight after that. Like a week later, we just started laying joints. Um, and it, I don't even know how to describe the music that we're making. It's too new. Yeah, that's why people got to listen. Yeah, you want to find straight out? Up. Go listen. Go listen. Boy, choose from Negroid. Um, and it's uh, essentially an about face because if you almost look at the word nigger and nigger, mm -hmm. um, the way that we've actually used and kind of you know compounded in our culture, almost building it into a term of camaraderie, you know, and connectivity, term of, mm -hmm. of endearment in certain situations. You know, of course, you have people that fought for that word to not lose, and which is completely understandable. The thing of it is, at some point, you have to take your power back, you know, mm -hmm. and you have things <laughs> and make them more or less work for you in a situation that shouldn't normally work. And nope. I had to say, well, exactly, sampling, so say, something from nothing. And it's a way of us building each other up. Because you had to wait you gotta use what you got. You gotta use what you got. Mm -hmm. There you go. And it's identity at the end of the day. Yeah. And we shot off from that because growth recognition of anybody that has come from that place, black or brown, you know? Yeah. And, and understanding that, yo, this is this music is a front to everything that's happening right now. So exactly where hip hop is. So we're like, all right, this is y'all's part of the conversation. This is gonna be our piece over here. Yeah. It's not super militant, it's not over the head, but it's very much awake and alive mm -hmm. in of what's happening. Right. You can say cause music is all people are living in. You know what I'm saying? That are making hopefully, you know. But I think uh, and, and I hate it because.
because water is the product in my mind because it already basically says I'm gonna put you in a we're gonna put you in here and we're gonna tell you everybody like of music as opposed to leaving it open for extra from anybody that wants to basically be invited in the list. Do you like when uh, producer musicians are very vocal about and like how they feel other people's music? Because uh, and, and then and then where, where do you stand in that? You know, are you a very vocal person about music or do you let the work speak for itself? I usually I'm 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 old school in that regard. I let yeah. my work speak. You yeah. know, um, my own personal thoughts and opinions are you know they're fine to be shit amongst people when i'm sharing them but you know you look at it and a lot of times especially musicians that are coming up in my era you know one of the hardest things to do is get like a post about your music yeah you know and what you were realizing is we, they have to buy into you as a person before they actually vest themselves in the music. Yeah. it's almost transference you know and sometimes like you'll, you'll get into this place where you're like oh I post a picture of myself and it's like 200 likes. You post some music and it's like, oh, that's cool. That's great. You had a little, <laughs> little job today. It's good, nice, good, buddy. Good. You know, but you're not realizing it may be still they don't know about you. You know what I'm saying? Why are you releasing this? Why does it matter? And that becomes where, that's where it becomes you, you vocalize things you think and you feel. Now everybody's so in your business, you yeah, know? Yeah. Before, and before social media, we were very private people. But now, you know, some say, I think, shout out to Ilmine. We share everything. We're in a sharing yeah. age and a sharing era. So, Either that was Ilmine or it was Travis Scott. One, <laughs> I've been watching a bunch, it is. bunch of media lately, yeah. in, in, you know, even uh, other series. But we're in that era period now where people want to be invited into your space. You know what I'm yeah. saying, then we're very shunned. You don't offer them the reciprocity, you know. And and if, I, 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 yeah, people I'm that way. Yeah, you know what? Like, I feel like I understand both sides of it. I feel more so. In the sense that, I'm, and it's ridiculous down to it because if I call you, well, it's not a direct impact to your life. Precisely, if I can call you or text you and we talk on the regular. What matter that I follow you? Yeah. you know what I'm saying, if I know I can always hit you up, things that I may need, advice, whatever it may be, whether we follow each other or not, shouldn't matter. Yeah. Hey, I understand why you did it because you want people to pay attention to your work and your artistry. Yeah. You know, if I'm following everybody, that's cool. Yeah. But it's just to say, hey, do me a favor. It's a tit for tat thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, because I had to go. And if you decide to follow everybody, everybody decides to unfollow you, great. Cool. That's yeah. proof. And like Cosmo. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's the relation trap, though. At the end of the day, you know, it's basically we're dealing with shit again. Because of the fact that nobody's actually been matured into social media yet because it's still so new. So you're still dealing with kids. Look at Donald Trump. Yeah. He's a freaking child on Twitter. He's a child on Twitter <laughs> with playing with grown men's toys, but he's a child on Twitter. Son. Yeah, he's not actually on track. No, I literally see some kids, and actually, I have like nieces and nephews who are like, you know, like straight up, and I'm like, oh snap. Yeah. But, you know, it can all stem from nieces as well. Like, it's either their mom or their dad blah and you can attend she feel like that's the way to go about this life yeah. right. and so they start to do it you know what i mean so it's a crazy place Honestly, even with my like uh tron it because i want him to learn you know what i'm saying like, but like it's gonna make him want to yeah, do worse exactly. yeah, most definitely and that's and that's i have no no issue with him yeah you know, you know that from experience exactly how we were oh i yeah. can't do this okay cool yeah. or i'm gonna figure this out yeah. you know so if you let them have the experiences of course don't be a negligent parent yeah you know, i have my course. own kids but like you monitor them but you also have to understand like what they're actually doing is a transformation from what you were doing yeah. now it's in a 
different form and in a different way. So you let them learn in that way. You know, the cause will also have to benefit them. You know, I want my kids to be entrepreneurs like me and their mom. You know what I'm saying? And I want them to come own their own businesses and figure out how to work it. I love to be able to tell my kids by the time they start their own businesses and so you know what I'm saying? Hey, I've been doing this social media thing for now 10 years. I'm a sure cat in the social media. Yeah. I can tell you and better get you on how to do your promotions, how to get your ads here, who to hit, what you know, what pitfalls to avoid. I all those things. Yeah. And I think see it, but at the yeah. end of the day, I mean, I, you know, there's, there's a couple of I respect, especially here within the city. Um, and one of them, yeah, actual influences and things, you know, basically kind of been talking to them and them being some of my friends. It comes down to your work, you know, at the end of the day. If you're an influencer that's basically just on here, but actually giving anything back to the community that you're influencing, then what are you actually there for? Right. Uh, so, guys, you know, and, and run, you know, that call themselves influencers, they're actually at schools, programs, they have mm -hmm. their mentors, and they're actually being effective in their community, mm -hmm. as opposed to saying hey this is a new thing look at it hey all right great you know boost my followings just so i can talk to you more it's like don't nobody hear that shit. You know what I'm saying? yeah at the end of the yeah. day you give them credit for oh, they man. catch on so quick Cre right that's why i don't i don't i don't really balk at the music as much anymore because they really do let the cream of the crop rise yeah. they really do and they get behind it now some of you like oh this is such crap it's great but uh, think about it if this kid is popular it's because there's a bunch of kids that feel like this listen message you might be missing something you know what i'm saying yeah, it might not be for you but it should be if yeah. you're a human being be listening you yeah. should be wanting to know what going on in the community around you it's close mindedness that honestly has us yeah. where we are right now sure and i mean i love when people like my experience is when people don't like i make you know what i'm saying but they're brave enough and tell me like i don't really want to... yeah i understand everybody likes that it's just not my bag because a chance to have a conversation in it. you know what i'm saying and it may not be a conversation of why oh, don't you like my music what do you like you know what yeah. i'm saying and then we can go into a whole nother realm of the place of connectivity we may not have even explored if i've just been here sitting playing this dude beats that he doesn't like for now exactly. you know what i'm saying exactly and so i have to do that not only with producers but with other artists as well because i might be like a whole band of you know uh boomer guys like i don't do boom bag. Yeah. oh okay cool what do you do as a j i have honestly as a to be a good dj you have to you know what i'm saying it's balanced there and that really makes it a craft enough now you DJs do both. They just play for the crowd to get down. Yeah. Me, I love it so much that I gotta. I have to introduce something. I tell you that this mixes with this. Well, I, I, I would think too, as an artist, because DJs are artists. So if you're up, you have to be. You have to motivate. So you yes. gotta play what you like. Exactly. Because if Cause not, it's gonna break. There you go. And then there. you're gonna fall out of love. Precisely. You know At times mean? when you might go in the just either isn't the crowd or they just not what you with. But you got three hours. Left. Exactly. And you gotta. It, Hey, it's just a gig that day. Yeah. All right, I'm just getting paid. You want to buy my business. Sometimes it's just like, but it's also me perfecting the craft. Because also I know, okay, say for instance, I'm given this situation where I'm going to, like, and they want country western music. Yeah. It's Saturday night in the city. But <laughs> these guys that want country and western, these for trap music, people want 80s, these people want some funk, these people want soul. How am I going to mix all this up? That's when it gets fun. Yeah. That's when it gets fun. When you're not pigeonholed, but you got to figure out how to make all this work oh, yeah. in one room. Yeah. Because then you start to see the eyes. You don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? You can mix in, remember, with, uh, you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with Finesse, with, with uh, Bruno Mars, and, yeah. and like everything matches up. Yeah. And you get to bring people out of that shell. It's Yo, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I dig the, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, shout out to Main Event. Because Main Event, yeah. great DJ at that. Very open format yeah. DJ. But, 
he makes everything whether whether you could specifically target a song and see that song but the use song was yeah you have no yeah. choice but to give it up it's hard and so i agree with you on that that's a true dj you know when, when you can definitely just twist it up and just everyone happy being yourself yeah it's definitely you, it's not even trying to please everybody it's saying that more or less i'm going to consider you you know what I'm saying? In, in this, because it's not just about me. It's about everybody in this room right here. That's how these from the early days of hip hop viewed it. It's about all y'all. Yeah, I'm playing these records, you know, but at the end of the day, it's telling me what it's like, a, it's like, you know, the, the number, one of the number one goals is to solve a problem. Yeah. So with music, DJs and have to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I solve this problem. You know, there's a lot of people solving other people's problems, but there's this one that's missing. How can I dif differentiate myself? Come in with Without sacrificing yourself. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And honestly, you don't enjoy yourself unless they enjoy themselves. And that's yeah. how it goes most of the time. And yeah. I, I thought of like talking about the show. They just gave us digital news. We don't need freaking. Wait, what? We don't. Heard about <laughs> so there's I a video. So that. Jazzy Jeff was the first person that I saw actually testing it out. Um, good grief. <laughs> uh, he put me on because I had seen them, you know, promoting. I can, you know, basically uh, digital needles to where now Jeez. it's uh, it's a cutter. <laughs> so there's no more wobble in your decks. Nothing gets blown. It's basically just reading everything almost Bluetooth at this point. Wow. And it's all laser. I did not know that. So, but it goes to say that that's the profession's not going to die. You're still going to have people that will get easier, but they're going to have a No, man. They'll want people like there Tesla. that actually are reading. Yeah. Dude, like Tesla. Yeah, you see what happened with the cars? Exactly. <laughs> he's slipping. He's in, no, what he's, he's getting, because uh, uh, his husband um, died on oh, yeah. Yeah. He'd take those crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I, I'd see yeah. that. Yeah, he, 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 that. I'm gonna marry him. It's crazy. This party report. Remember how Minority Report was <laughs> oh, yeah. and how the cars are automated, or even uh, a iRobot as well. I robot. And they yeah. did robot those. Because I think about it all, man. The only inconsistency with traffic is the people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the only variable that you actually have to worry about. You know? Now, oh, when yeah, it comes yeah. down to like perfecting, you know, equations and mathematics to get everything right, we've been doing that for a long time. To be able to, I'm saying. Dude. <laughs> dude. Dude, you gonna come up with a rap song? Yeah, bro. No, man. I'm at this point. That fool. You never know what he's gonna do. So, Ivy, you better watch out, bro. If he jumps on, on no, Ivy, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> bro, who is it? Polly D? Is that his name? The dude. Oh my god. There was this. Yo, everybody's this, a dope. Yo, him pairing. I just love their sets. Is it true that uh that Drake is becoming DJ? You didn't hear this. No, I'm serious. I'm just like, why? But you no, know like I, I hear he he's now like becoming a DJ and wants to get booked like DJ. Why? What? Why do you want to do this? Because of the fact that you want to see that test that money and and yeah, a, and it's know. like let me get more more fame and more attention than I already have. I just ego to me sometimes. Like sometimes super egocentric because everybody to say, hey, I'm a train for like you know, six months and then I'm on the road. Y'all right, need to take me to spot. Oh, oh, buddy. Huh? But that's Drake. <laughs> but that's Drake. You yeah, see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to just jump in your space real quick because I got a nice face and I'm a halfway DJ and I'm going to learn what it took you 10 years to learn. I'm going to jump in here and push some buttons. It's because in his mind, he's understanding everybody because who he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's great. But at the end of the day, man, real recognize the real. This is why yeah. Hang on, what? I would say something. Say it. Would, say it. Say it, bro. Because of the fact that I still got to try to work with this lady later on. Uh, but say, get that money. certain artists out <laughs> and these are like very musician trappers who become DJs and they suck. Yeah. They suck. I like where this is going. I mean, like, beat smashing. You need to pair the plug or something. Oh, no. Everybody, no. Everybody, no. 
Especially Jesus. overseas. You'll see somebody just up there rocking, and you look behind, and there's no plugs. Man, and God, I don't know frustrate me. That's me out. smack somebody. Yeah, I can't do that. It does. That. I agree with but, but I don't know. You know. It's a business at the end of the day. And, you know, we have to really regard business as amoral. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They don't have no real. You have some ethics that are, you know, practicing business. But at the end of the day, business is amoral. It carry with itself a responsibility to hold. It doesn't, it doesn't do any of that. At the end of the day, business is there to pay one person to pay other. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, and make mm -hmm. sure that everybody gets what the, what they're supposed to get based on this faulty value system. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we set it up. Basically for us to basically interact with each other on this level. Right. Only one level. Right. But oh, come down to it and you think, oh, shit. The people that genuinely love music and love what they do, the reason that we get so incensed behind things being so easy and it, and, and it almost feeling like, you know, all the joy gets sucked room because of the fact that what made you love what brought the emotions that these songs and, and interacting with sounds in this way brought to you is all being taken away. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's great that you got the Instagram application era mm -hmm. being able to get everything so fast, but if you're not actually absorbing it, just coming in and going straight straight back out, which music does, there's nothing that's being take gold in the era. You think about the way that the actual gold, you know, is built up. How artists can go though. That's why all artists, whether dancers, DJs, writers, whatever, that's why they come and go. Yeah. Because uh -huh. they, they got what they wanted they out. You know, and it just it, it, only so there's, there's very few that stay here that continue to contribute. You yeah. know, this is why Nipsey, rest in peace, continue to be a martyr. Yeah. Because of the fact that he the game, yeah, but substance, but yeah. he gave to parts of the game and he yeah. gave to different culture, pulled the around him like pencil. It wasn't like, all right, let me jump, use you. You know what I'm saying? That's honestly what I hate about certain aspects of trap rap. Yeah. You hear certain cats, you're like, bro, why? Your boy base told you he didn't like music. <laughs> I was just doing it because somebody told me to do it, and it all it blew up because mm -hmm. of the fact a bunch of kids that are bored out of their minds. Here, here's somebody different with another place to look. Oh, we're going to follow that and become what I do because we're all manifesting to be in the same person. Like, it's like, <laughs> dude, group thing. Group thing. You know what I'm saying? So it's so easy, and that's the one that we You're have making to making it rain. Do I hear the rain? Uh, Boy, Ivy going in. <laughs> I think you've created and I think going cycles, bro, because, like, me personally, it took me a long time to like 80s. I hated the mm. hair, I hated the culture, I hated the rock. Unless I was digging for records, I wouldn't dig for anything past 1977 most of the time. Because I knew 78, 79, yeah, Charlie Disco, yeah, and I'm like, yeah. and I knew that from having all the James Brown records early. Like, I had studied those eras coming up, I'm like, oh, this was fun. About 78, living in America and all that era, I'm like, oh my god, please yeah. stop. Oh, um, Madlib, um, Madlib, Stone Throw, yeah. the entire real funk movement, all two groups that never made it. That you never knew about mm -hmm. but were funkier than they had to make it to the radio because yeah. a lot of times fuck in certain eras that's yeah. what made disco so cheesy yeah. che disco was more like era than me you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. every disco song that came out made the two of them joints everybody can really get down to the rest For of them sure. especially you ever rockers yeah uh, that movie rockers mm -hmm. um based on the uh dub movement in jamaica yeah. um so movie but they have the scene that, you know toward the end but this guy, they call it soul music there. Oh, you're playing all this soul music. But it was disco they were talking about. And wow. so they were going into those, realizing that this was the sound predominantly taking over on the island. And they were like, what the heck is this mess? You know what I mean? Yeah. We got the real dub sound, the movement, and the real feeling, and some music right here, but y'all really dancing this trash. Yeah. You know? So they go in there, bust up the place, and they just start doing their own jigs to music, grabbing <laughs> the ladies, and it's, it's, it's a crazy scene. It's the same. Okay. Um, 
Exactly. They painted it perfectly. Because at the end of the day, you have only so many things to kind of pop out of this era, especially out of the era of music that we're in right now, where it's like, oh, great. I remember waiting most every other month to dope to drop. You know what I'm saying? And now it's like, okay, that album sound like his album, sound like his album, sound like his album, sound like his album. The only difference between y'all is you're rich, you're just getting on, everybody else you, yeah. and uh, you're, you're about to be a teen idol. They're great. But at the end of the day, all y'all sound exactly alike. That's why we miss these, these old, old heads of music. No, we don't music. That's the thing. Because at the end of the day, the era we came from, all you little cats rapping, they all had different styles had it to us. Y'all yeah. would have all had different sounds had it been unto us. Y'all would have been actually competing together well, you know, rather than just sitting in the you, same I mean, pot. you take a look a look back, you know, let's just talk about the 90s era. The important part of that about the 90s era was too different. Thank you, Father Toss. That's it. It was, it was pretty different. First, you remember Ghostface? Yeah. Catch anybody! And so, <laughs> in today's world, like, one is advertising that. No, it, it's popularity. It is. You know, integrity is lost, originality is lost, but popularity is what's important. And what's winning, but it's winning and killing them at the same oh, time. Oh, I, I, 1,000% agree. If we even by the way that suicide rates actually goes up, social media was introduced to the populace. Yeah. yeah. Like, we didn't know anything about that. You know what I'm saying? Especially mm -hmm. coming in with our errors. It's not that it wasn't happening, but the predominance of it, people killing themselves because you're getting enough likes today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nice, man. I've seen it. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Only Sounds crazy, and it may not make sense to y'all, but I remember being on a plane and I was traveling overseas. Just re replay the thought of social and what it is and what it goes, and um, like, I felt like God this breakdown of social media. Yeah. So stick with me here. So um, I remember in my notes. I have it in my notes, but I, I remembered off the top of my like breakdown. So and then show. So it's care it's my show yeah. so show and then me it's all about me and then dia is day in spanish uh, so it's like three i don't care what you say this is oh wow. yeah i mean it's, it's in my nose but i get chills because i i with that down head and just oh this is true yeah